Welcome back to the Takes Hotel Garage podcast. My name is Talon Hauser, and alongside my co-host, Nathaniel Yates. Howdy. And our other co-host, Caden Cooley. How's it going? You good over there? You're focused on something? <laughs> yeah, you're all right? uh, yeah, no, I got I got a text. I was just reading. Oh, well, uh, pre- his, pretty cool day. One of his uh, biddies. Still beautiful outside. My, my sister, so yes. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> one of the biddies in my life. <laughs> one yes. of the chickens in his coop. Um, but I will say, before we start the podcast, uh, I want... I really want Nate to tell his tornado story today. Oh, because that? All right. we live in Missouri, and Missouri got a statewide national alert on all of our phones, like an Amber Alert, that said, "Hey, tornado's coming." If you live in Missouri, you know. Yeah. Said tornado's coming. Take shelter now. Yeah, and it didn't say anything about a test. So anyway, I just pulled up to <laughs> campus. Um, I'm a little bit flustered because I'm running kind of late to accounting. Yeah, fun stuff. And all of a sudden, I'm in the parking garage, and I get an alert saying, oh, there's a tornado. I'm like, oh, shit. I hope it's not in this area. They didn't say anything about yeah, a test. Yeah, you figured maybe it's in, like, another oh, county it's, yeah. or just something it's not, far It's away. not going to be in downtown. Yeah. Because uh, UMKC's running into the plaza. It's not going to be in downtown, right? Then all of a sudden, I'm walking to class. I'm so outside, and the tornado siren right next to me is <laughs> so, so loud. It starts going off. I'm like... Oh, God! <laughs> There's a tornado! It's happening! Run! And I'm with my buddy, and he's like, what are you freaking out about? It's, it's a test. It is beautiful outside. It's, it's so nice. In Missouri, There's not a it, cloud in the sky. There's not a cloud in the sky. <laughs> and so I'm with my buddy. Shout out to Nathan. Um, and he's like, what the hell are you freaking out about? And I, I made him go with me to the basement of this dude in Union. I was like... Why is it? Why is no one else like a shelter? Oh my god! We wait like two minutes, and then the siren goes off, and I walk outside. I'm like, "What? That was a hunk of shit." <laughs> I went to accounting, looked it up. It was a test. Yep, trying to find out it was a drill. Um, just a drill. Why would they not say it's a drill in the text message? Hey, it's nice to know that you were prepared, though. Obviously, I was no one else was prepared. I mean, I, I woke up to it, and I was like, "Look at my window. There ain't no cloud in the sky." <laughs> So. Dude, and like, okay, yeah, funny. it was super calm and nice outside, but like, that's how it is with tornadoes. It's like always like super calm outside, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden yeah, nader yeah. on your face. Have you ever heard of the calm before the storm? Where do you think yeah. that came yeah. from? Yeah, Exa- exactly. So like, it was calm, and I was like, oh shit, there's no wind. It's so calm. It can't be. It was a tornado. <laughs> I'm about to die. Uh, so yeah, that's how I started my day, and then I had to sit through accounting. Funniest thing ever. Funniest. Anyway, like the highs of the highs, and then accounting. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, best of this week. Sports. Caden, what do you got? My best of this week, um, poor Jameis Winston. I feel mm. so bad for him. Um, so we'll get into Russ, but first of all, the mayor of New Orleans was basically posted a public video of him begging for Russ to get traded to New Orleans. But not only that, um, a few days before that, Drew Brees posted a workout video after his window dressing of a last game where he uh you know looked back at the stadium one last time had to wipe away a tear type Dude, yeah, deal if he doesn't retire after all that i'm kind of i'm gonna be pissed yeah if i was if i was a new orleans fan i'd be kind of pissed honestly it's just like it's the but james has just gotta be sitting there like oh yeah. guys come on yeah like he i got eye a, surgery for this let played, me get my time yeah, exactly he's such a good backup this year such a little literally drew Brees looked at james winston and said this is your team now. Like, after all that theatrics, and then if Drew Brees comes back, I'm just going to be like, you're kind of a dick for that. Dude, that's like some, like, WWE shit. Right and then there. it came <laughs> out, too, that, like, if Drew Brees had retired, they would have gotten two Tom Brady. So then you just have that shadow lingering over the team, too. So Saints fans. Ugh. 
I don't mm. know how you'd. I don't know how I would feel if I was a Saints fan. I'd be like, "Yeah, Drew's great, but Tom Brady winning a Super Bowl would have been cool." Also, Drew, yeah. even if he ends up retiring, holding them out for this long, it's like, it's like they don't have any time to figure out what they want to do. Like same thing with like, yeah, Kawhi unless Leonard like it's already Lakers. a known thing that Jameis is the guy. Like Drew knows that, Sean Payton knows that, the management owns that. Apparently, the mayor doesn't, but why would the mayor know? But, I mean, maybe it's, like, a known thing that Jameis is the guy next, so maybe he's just not even worried about it. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Anyway, what is your best of this this week? Best of this uh, this week was Hawks and Thunder. Very confusing. What, 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 what are you yeah, doing, they were, were kind of um, lost out there. So, yeah. Uh, if you, I mean, I'll have the photo on the screen, but, uh, wow, this looks terrible. I don't that know looks, what happened, so this is interesting. Oh, well... It's you can look it up. It's they literally had the most clashing jerseys of all time. Here I have a picture if you just want to. Look um, over. they were orange and like red. <laughs> yeah, the Hawks wore their red alties and Those the Thunder wore their Those are orange two alties. different teams. Oh, nice. Yeah, and so I don't know who thought that was a good idea. And then at halftime, the Thunder came out with their whites, um, which you know made a lot more sense. Um, and I just thought that was funny because that's happened a couple times in the NBA, but it rarely happens. And it's quite funny when it does because – and, and in most of those games, there's like a bunch of turnovers because nobody knows who <laughs> well, anybody is. You know there's somebody like sitting back there like, you were supposed to call him. Well, I thought he was calling me. I thought that that's how we were determining. I thought we decided to wear the yeah, red. You, yeah, you know the guys who are actually in charge of this kind of thing definitely just got bit, like yelled at. Oh, yeah. Like they just got – I mean I saw – I couldn't even watch the highlights. Like I it's was, gross. I was it watching. I wasn't watching highlights. I was watching the Instagram video, and I was like, "Oh my god!" With all these like, other uh, basketball documentaries they're making, I need. I need this one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Thirty Disney, for thirty. Buy it. <laughs> what if I told you? Uh, anyway, my best of this week is the Knicks. Yay! You guys are like a basketball team again. It's kind of cool. It, it's pretty cool. Um, outside of the stadium, after they um got to seventeen and seventeen, they are now eighteen and seventeen. There was Knicks fans celebrating in the streets. They did it. They're relevant. They won the championship. Again. They, they, might as might, well they might as well have. I mean, dude, I'm watching the video right now, and you would have thought these dudes just... Guys, the Knicks are the four seed in the East. They're the four seed. What's they're going back. on? I, I mean, mean, they're 18 and 17. So this is a... It definitely is... Um, This has a catch. Like, I don't... I want the Knicks to be good, but also I don't want New York fans to, like, have a good basketball team because, like, you know they're just going to throw it in your face like, oh, there ain't no Knicks, though. <laughs> Ain't no Knicks. Ain't Let no me Knicks. tell you, the Knicks are the best team ever. Like back in my I, day, Sonny, I was watching Julius Randle. Like I don't need like confident, cocky New York basketball fans again. But I do want the Knicks. You already have confident Laker fans, Celtics yeah. fans. It's might as well just go Miami for the fans. Yeah, yeah, might as well just get Ugh. it all. It's yeah. nice to have a good team in New York. It feels like that's what New York has needed. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Anyway, um, my weekly winner is Rocco. Robert Covington. Oh, also, I probably should go over the rest of the podcast. I kind of didn't do that. So we're going to do weekly winners. I know. I goofed it. My bad. My bad. We're going to do weekly winners on this day. We're going to do Guess Who again because we had such a good time with that last week. So fun. Be a good time. J.J. Watt and Alex Smith News. Russ and Deshaun and Watson update. D-Book and Sabonis named the All-Star Game. And if we have time for it, the Hawks fired their coach and hired the boy Nate McMillan. And then our stock market game. So yep. let's get it. My weekly winner, like I said, Robert Covington. Dude, absolutely ball out. I watched the game last night, um, you know, after watching the horrible Pacers game. We, uh, we've lost all ability to play basketball. We'll, we'll get to that later. Robert Covington, 
Damn, I was so turning the ringer down. Oh my god. Um, Robert Covington had 21 points, 10 boards, 2 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks, was plus 18 on the game. The highest plus minus on the Trailblazers. They beat the Hornets by 12. Dude shot the ball crazy. 5 for 7 from 3 and 8 for, eight for 11 from the field. Just He was definitely just a game changer. I love the addition of Robert Covington on that team. And so, therefore, he's my weekly winner. That Trailblazers team, man, they're just putting things together. Whatever works, works. Uh, I mean, they did just lose four straight, so this is a big one for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Four straight losses, not very good. As, As a Pacers fan, I can confirm that since we've lost hey, four straight. Lakers lost four straight. You guys it's the same have, thing. You, also, <laughs> you poor same thing. Game. LeBron, AD's waiting in the wings to come back. It's just such a, I know, it's it's such a hard existence. Sucks. Um, uh, my weekly winner is the, not the, well, I guess the LaMelo ball. Both the Mellows, actually. Both Why the not? Mellows. Um, so you got the young Mellow coming in. I think he scored, I've got it right 30. in front of me. Yep, 30. And then uh, Carmelo Anthony dropped 29. They were duking it out a little bit. Oh my bit. God, Carmelo, Carm- I watched, like I said, I watched that game. Carmelo went absolutely ballistic. He He's looked well. so good. Was Dame not playing or something? He was. He was? Carmelo was just going crazy. Mellow's just better, I guess. Yeah, exactly. They, Carmelo, I mean, I Carmelo like hit like three shots in a row to like solidify that big run that mm-hmm. ended think up he winning was the game. Almost out of the league. Like he was out of the league. Yeah, the league looks stupid. Yeah, very stupid. Trailblazers like, were like, we'll sign him. And then we'll now this year him. he's going off. He's like, oh, it's going to be our third yeah. star. It's with like he's one Dame of the CJ. greatest scorers of our generation. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And like, so this Blazers team, 19 and 14, they did just lose four straight, but they still have a lot of injuries, man. I mean, yeah. you have yeah. CJ McCollum and Nurkic still out. When this team's the healthy. fact that they're the five seed right now in the West, not the East, the West. The West. They would be the freaking three seed in the West. Or but East. with uh, LaMelo and the Hornets, I am very pleased with him. He was my pick for rookie of the year, and I think at this point it's, it's almost given. Uh, uh, yes. Unless it's James Wiseman turns into Shaquille O'Neal. Or he um, just gets injured or something weird happens. Yeah. Um, but good for the Hornets. I mean, this is the best player they've had in a long time, I would say. They're definitely fun to watch, which I don't think we talk about that value enough. Having your team be fun to watch is just, as a fan, it's just so satisfying. Like and They're right there, too. Like yeah, They're probably oh, going to make sure. the playoffs, I would say. I, I think they will. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, yeah, they're just... They have such so many underrated additions. I mean, the Terry Rozier signing a couple years ago, the Gordon Terry Hayward Rozier signing. is playing great basketball. Well, I, mean, I know people great. were hating on him a lot, and so seeing like I was definitely rooting for him in that playoff run that he had. Mm-hmm. But you know, when he went to Charlotte and signed that huge contract, I was like, eh. But this year, I mean, he's playing like it. It's weird. He's playing better than you know, the Celtics point guard Kemba yeah. Walker. Kemba Walker, who they paid more money. Ooh. Well, it's weird that Danny, the Hornets, just kind of took all the Celtics like broken pieces and like. We'll put them back together, but better. We'll just make them way better for us. Um, and oh, then we'll funny. add a ball, brother, in there. Funny, yeah. yeah. And it's just clicking. Who's your weekly winner? T-Dizzle? My weekly winner is Jason Tatum. Um, just against the Wizards. Uh, I checked the last four minutes of this game, and my God, Bradley Beal, I'm sorry. Um, if there was a loser of the week, Bradley Beal would be it. Bradley Beal's kind of a loser of the year, to be honest. Um, Dropped 46 that game, didn't he? And lost. Yep, yep and lost. Uh, they were up three with the ball, and they lost in regulation with no shot clock. Yeah, on. it was like... It was under it was 24. Like, it was about, like, 21, 22. How, how, how do you lose that game? How do And But Jason Tatum, oh, my God. They're down three. He doesn't go for three, which is fine. They like, 20 seconds. Gets an and one. And then, or no, he didn't get the N one. He got a crazy layup that should have been an N one. And then he got the turnover against Bradley Beal. And then he hit another clutch, clutch shot that almost was an N one. But Brian Scalabrini doesn't know how to call a game, so 
he said it was an one, and I thought it was because he said so. But either way, um, Jason Tatum, wow. I mean, he's balling out, man. He uh, and he's definitely you don't see a lot of young players as clutch. No, he, for like, sure. He shows up in the biggest moments, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, no, cause... he's definitely taken off this year. Um, we've talked about it several times over the last couple of weeks to like see him and um, Jalen's success. It's really cool to see him. He really plays a lot like Kobe. Like he, his game is a very wing scorer, you very know, natural can, scoring ability. He just he just looks like he can just wake up and give you thirty. And oh, for sure. Kind of the same like KD factor where they just wake up and they're just like, yeah, that's uh, that's what I do. Bucket. Yeah, don't even matter. All right, so on this day in sports history, well, there's we had to do it today. Today marks the anniversary of Wilt Chamberlain dropping one hundred points. The most wow. ever in one game. So, we've talked about Wilt enough on this. We know he's an absolute savage. We love him. We love Wilt. Ladies man. Just an icon. Ladies man. Definitely ladies man. What's with the air quotations? There wasn't much romance going on. There was, oh, yeah. yeah. But like, no, there's plenty of romance yeah, going I mean, on, I would say, actually. I wouldn't say it was very, like, suave. I hey, would say it's more like... Hey, he I was mean, a baller on was, and off the court, <laughs> <okay>. Talon. <laughs> Show him just, his respect. Show Wilt his respect. Yeah, I, he's got respect. I'm just saying it wasn't very like. I don't know, but I bet he was classy. I bet, <laughs> Dude, I bet he was a classy guy. What? What? Take you out think? a nice dinner. And did, then did ask for time your best for <laughs> What do you guys think it felt like to be on the other team in that game? Not just, great. What? What? Did, what does the next coach's team meeting look like? Obviously, after they all got done with their nine to fives. But well, you know, yeah. I mean, double teams didn't exist back then, apparently, because like. God I mean, forbid they have any strategic. I mean, yeah, mindset like, about things. Would they have mattered, honestly? No, no, it wouldn't. But no. maybe not because it was maybe dudes like our 94. size playing against him. I know, yeah, it's they, just, it was gonna happen. Will stop, Will stop, please. <laughs> so I have a question for you. I have a question for you guys. Um, will anyone ever come close to breaking that record? No, I don't think no. so. Just because. I think you could see a singular player start to put up the stats, but it's just, you know, they start blowing these teams out nowadays. They don't want the players to go for these records. They want to pull them and save them for the more important games. Because usually if you got a guy doing that, he's on a contending team. It has to be in the perfect scenario. So they have, so they have first of all, he has to score 100 points. <laughs> That's like first hardest point. 25 a quarter, good luck 25 a quarter. Then you have to be close enough in the game but yet, you're, if you're scoring 100 points, the game, you're winning. Right. Like, Wilt was averaging, like, 40... Wilt averaged one season 48.5 minutes a game. He averaged more minutes than there actually is in a game. Um, So, there's just, like, Clay Thompson a couple years ago, he had 60 and three quarters. And we're like, oh my god, is he going to drop... Is it going to be Kobe's record? No, they're beating the Pacers by, like, 40 points. Like, they, they were destroying him. So, yeah, they... Like you said, with the way they're doing load management and... Yeah, like, I don't blame them for doing this but guys aren't selfish enough nowadays yeah and coaches aren't it just it has to be in the perfect scenario and i don't even think anybody can get it anyways okay so that being said i agree with you guys i think the situation has to be too perfect i mean i don't think we'll see something like that ever again if you had to pick one current nba player though who would it be i want to say luca but that's not a bad one i, I say james harden james harden uh yeah. he's shown a consistency to just I mean, just walk up and with the, it wouldn't happen with the Nets. Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant. My pick. I say you say that, but his career high is only like because he, he just don't shoot that much. Yeah, 
He's but, a, that's he's what I'm saying. He doesn't shoot player, that much. But I think he, like if anyone had the ability, if they had the ability, but I'm saying highest likelihood, it would be either James Harden, maybe Dame, like hot clay. I mean, Steph, Steph has to be there. Steph, you you guys got to think hot like best player when they're hot. And honestly, Clay Thompson might be it. Clay Thompson when he's hot, nobody. But Clay's not scoring more than eighty. Well, we got to see what he looks like when he comes back. Mm-hmm. That's a good point there too anyway so now it is time for our guess who segment a fun game that we added last week if you didn't listen to that episode go check it out right now leave this episode go listen to that one then come back and then finish this one it was a fun one it was was a fun one and now we're back welcome back you probably just listened to the last episode definitely did the entire one you definitely just listened to all of it Mm -hmm. and so now we're gonna play guess who so who wants to go first should you want to? You want me to ask you first? Why Kool-Aid? not? Let's All go right, for so it. So I'm asking Kool Aid. This week we're doing current NBA players. Current NBA Woo. players. So if you don't remember the rules, we have 30 seconds um, to figure out who this player is, and you can only ask yes or no questions. So let me pull up a timer. Very stressful. Very very stressful. I'm I, stressed out. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> I hope you're having a panic attack. I hope you didn't pick some like obscure eleventh guy. I picked um Nate Robinson from yeah. two thousand yeah. the exact year. No, I too. picked the hardest player ever. No, Great. I, I think this one's okay. I think I think you you got a good shot. Okay. So three, two, one, go. West? No. East? Yes. Obviously. <laughs> um is he on the Pacers? No. Is he on the Raptors? No. Uh Bucks? No. Sixers? No. Uh, Celtics? No. Uh, Hornets? No. Um, is are they on a top team? No. Uh, Wizards? No. Um, Pistons? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Caden okay. Hawks? No. Oh man. <laughs> um. Time just stop. Oh man, it Kated. was Colin Sexton on the Cleveland oh, Cavaliers. The one team I didn't get to. <laughs> Literally the one team. <laughs> okay. Hey, no, but that was a good strategy. Though. I like that. Like, uh, the, like so. Like divisions are hard in basketball, but see, the team one wasn't that good because you waste a lot of time. But once you said like, are they like a successful team, like a playoff mm-hmm. team? That would right. be a really good question to go. So, see, but once you said no, then I was like, oh man, <laughs> so many irrelevant team that I don't care yeah, about. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. So the Pistons. So Caden's. Yeah. Yeah. Caden's so Caden is me. now asking. All right. All right. Oh, okay, I need a timer. Clock. Yeah. Okay. Three, two. One go west. Yes, uh, are they in a top five team in the West? Yes. Um, is he on the Suns? No. Is he on the Lakers? Yes. Is he, uh, LeBron James? No. Anthony Davis? No. Kyle Kuzma? No. Alex Caruso? Yes. Boom. Twelve and a half. I think you you made a mistake. You got you got the Lakers. I I, I was getting ready to name every single player. He said, "Oh, Lakers." <laughs> <laughs> He's about Woo! to name the president, the vice president, the GM. Okay. I will say mine's. My my guy's a little bit more relevant than your guys's, if that. Oh, and Colin Sexton? I feel like James uh, Harden. Colin Sexton. LeBron. <laughs> yeah, like, like I said, LeBron. No one, it wouldn't be LeBron. But like, how would you even say LeBron? Because I just knew I figured you just, just get, go straight to I was Alex Caruso. Right, right, honestly, just, just list all the players. Actually, right. it's actually Mike Muscala. Back when he was on team. Thank God it wasn't. Okay. Jesus Christ, that dude sucks. Are you ready, Tom? Um, yes. Okay. Three, two, one, go. East? No. Um, playoff team? Yes. Suns? Yes. Um, Devin Booker? No. Chris Paul? Yes. Damn. Eight seconds. (laughs) Chris Paul. You said Suns the first one, and I was like, oh. (laughs) That does help. That does help. (laughs) 
So there we go. We were actually pretty. We had the same success rate as last time. Um, Kate got a flame down. I'm sorry. <laughs> Colin Sexton was not at the top of my list for uh, guesses. Uh, dude, I was I was gonna do Demar Derozan, but I feel like that would have been like so random. No, that wouldn't have been. Random. I wouldn't it, even go like more obscure. I was like, I was thinking of like, oh man, what's like some. I was gonna do R.J. Barrett too. I, thought I did Chris Paul just because again I didn't want all of us to like not get. In. I didn't know you would get it that fast. Though. Well, I'm just a goat. How dare you sleep? You so, just got like because you said the Suns, and I was like, oh. well, you're picking you're picking my Suns team, Talon. Of course. Yes. Before your sons. we move on to J.J. Watt and some more NFL news, Kool Aid, you have an ad read for us, correct? Yes, for Miller Theaters. The Miller goat. Theaters, the goat. So before we get into the big J.J. Watt news, I wanted to talk to you guys about our partners over at Miller Theaters. Guys, Miller Theaters will be hosting some awesome movies this weekend, including Tom and Jerry. Remember that? I, yeah, yeah, I've heard that, that one's classic. a great film. And uh, Disney's Raya and the Last Dragon. Actually, got a, that one does look good. Got a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. So, just saying. Um, some fun, awesome family movies there. If you guys want to check out the trailers, you can head over to Miller Theaters social media, at Miller Theaters on awesome. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to order your tickets to Tom and Jerry or Raya, head over to MillerTheaters.com to reserve your reclining seats ahead of time. That is MillerTheaters.com to reserve your reclining seats for Tom and Jerry or Raya and the Last Dragon from Miller Theaters this weekend. All right, and we're back. back. So, J.J. Watt has turned down more expensive offers from the Colts and the Browns and has decided to sign with the Arizona Cardinals. Did that just, like, hurt your stomach saying that? I mean, no. I really didn't. I wasn't huge on J.J. Watt coming to Indy, honestly. I'm pretty conservative when it comes to cap space in the NFL. And I don't know. Like, it'd been cool. Especially now, like, you know, mean, fuck the Texans. But, mm-hmm. you know, they have Carson Wentz. They don't need. I think it yeah. would have been. We have the best quarterback <laughs> of all time. Comeback player of the year, future MVP. Yeah, duh. Um I think it would have been interesting to have him paired up with, uh, why am I Justin Houston. Justin Houston, DeForest Buckner. That would be a really fun D-line. Um, but from the Browns' perspective, having him with Miles Garrett, what? That would have been insane. Oh, my God. Um, but now you know he's just with Chandler Jones. So, I mean, yeah, poor him. kind of set up either way. Uh, yeah, it felt, it f- I will say, um, it's a lot of money. Um, lot, yeah. But a lot of teams were willing to Apparently that. they have the cap, though. I didn't know um, that. Yeah, I mean, the, apparently, yeah, Cardinals have the cap, so it, it is a lot of money. But it makes a lot more sense for the Cardinals, because it's more like for the Colts. It J.J. Watt feels more like a, a, you know, solid player, but more of a culture changer, and that, you know, Colts don't need any culture change. Um, so it, you know, very good for the Cardinals. It's a lot of money. Um, but, you know, well-deserved if it's for a culture change. And for J.J. Watt's standpoint, it felt, you know, is it, is it, uh, uh, I want to win a ring move? No, it's not. But, I mean, there's a good chance they're fourth in their division next year. But I would almost say he views it as one because I thought he the might. Browns would have been the better option for him in that scenario, right? If he wanted a ring? Yeah, no, I agree. And that's why. And they offered him more money. He, yeah, and he could have gone to the Browns. He could have gone to the Packers. I mean, he could have gone anywhere, really. I mean, any team would have given him the money. Yeah. Um, But, you know. I, I don't blame him. He he's making he's gonna make a lot of money now, and it's more you know he's gonna be able to live in Arizona and really good weather, and you know hopefully soon he's gonna be able to actually go out and experience Arizona and you know do the things he wants to do post COVID. So it's a lifestyle change. It's a let me just enjoy my last couple of years of my career. Right. So all the power to him. 
I think this might be a good segue, but I saw a meme of uh, it was a Squidward meme of him looking outside of the window at SpongeBob and Patrick, and it was like Deshaun watching JJ and D Hop. I mean, the literally, cards. I knew it was coming. Well, I you know, that. I feel like we have to use that segue now. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I, I don't think so. This was not planned, but let's talk about Deshaun Watson. So. Deshaun Watson, I mean, I think we all kind of felt like, eh, you know, like, how real is the situation? But I think we all just got knocked with the reality of it when he said, I'm not playing for you guys. So to me, this is giving me the vibe of an ugly situation, like, right before the season starts. Like, mm-hmm. I, like this seems like the Texans grasping on <clears throat> something, like, trying to have control of their asset. They're trying. And like, oh, no, you're going to play for us. You won't play at all. The leverage is falling quickly. Yeah, and then Deshaun Watson, it's more of like, free me. So, how like, I see this playing out as a, a, just a bad thing that we're going to hear in August. Like, preseason's going on. Deshaun Watson's not showing up. They still haven't traded him. And then, like, right before the season, they might trade him. I think he's going to sit out. I think... Oh, 100%. I... Well, I I don't think they're trading him this entire season. I don't see him playing a snap for them this year. I think that, you know, I don't remember the guy's name, um, but there's somebody in the Texans organization who apparently has taken all the power and he's just not budging on this whatsoever. Jack. Jack Easterby. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. So uh, Mr. Easterby is one of these yes. vague people who somehow got to a position of power. A stupid last name. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, stupid guy because... Easterby. You know, um, but it's turned into a pissing contest, right? Like, who's going to yeah, flinch first? For real. And they've made it obvious that they're not going to, at least for now. Obviously, there's a package out there that they'll accept, which, in my opinion, if you're the Texans GM right now, you are stupid if you're not putting together like fake packages for, like, what would I take for Deshaun? Yeah. And, you know, they've said they're not accepting calls or anything, but we all know how that goes. But let's just say they're really not. That is the stupidest decision you can make right now. It doesn't even matter the team. You would get an absolute haul. And 100%. I don't know. I feel like you should just be looking at all your situations because they could probably get their future for him. Yeah. To me, I think we're witnessing one of the greatest downfalls in sports history. For the Texans? Yes. These guys were in an AFC championship. Or wait, no. Yeah. Divisional round. A divisional round. They were up 24-0 to go to an AFC championship. My apologies. And since the Chiefs scored that first touchdown, their franchise has been on a downward spiral to just failure. I mean, look at the assets they have lost in the last couple of years. DeAndre Hopkins, debatably the number one receiver in the league. J.J. Watt, your franchise cornerstone. When you think of Texans, you don't think of Matt Schaub. You don't, you don't think, think of Andre of Johnson. Watson. You don't think of Deshaun Watson. You think of J.J. Watt. He, he's kinda, gone. Sorry to butt in, but isn't it kind of hypocritical that they let J.J. go because he didn't want to be there anymore and he wanted to find a contending team? 100%. It's like, why Why are these situations getting evaluated differently when they're really the same thing? Just because this guy's J.J. was under contract, and they stupidly didn't trade him for some reason. Um, he could at least gotten like a... Second round, third round pick, something. So you, a fifth is better than nothing. You're obviously seeing, you know, like you see what a good organization, like the Bucks, the Chiefs, the last couple of years. What happens when you have those organizations? This is the flip side of that. This is what happens when your organization is run terribly from top to bottom. No one knows what they're doing. And if Bill O'Brien looks like the savior in anything ever, that's how you know you messed up. Yeah, if Bill O'Brien wasn't the problem. 
I feel like it's a bad thing. Like, because I Bill, feel like he still is a problem. He was having them win the AFC South. I know they weren't getting the results they wanted, but and he was apparently the one holding the glue together on everything. I guess. I mean, you see how quick things have got out of control. So it's just embarrassing from an organizational standpoint. <clears throat> embarrassing. I would. I would hate to be a Texan. It's going to hurt their reputation so Houston bad. It's going to hurt their reputation that. so so. They're not so going to get a free agent. There's no way. That anyone's going to go there. Andre Johnson said the organization was shit. Deshaun Watson seeing all these issues. J.J. Watt decided to leave. What in the next five years is going to make a player want to go play for the Houston Texans? This is my thing, right? It's like... Of course, you guys remember the amazing storyline of disgruntled young superstar says he will never play for the franchise again, then is convinced to come back, and then... In the end, they win a Super Bowl happily ever after. Oh, wait. That's never happened in the history of sports. So, why don't you just trade him now? Trade him before the draft. Because once the draft starts, QB selected, QB selected, QB selected. That's five offers off the table mm-hmm. that you could have had Christian McCaffrey yep. and a million first-round picks. You could have had everything. And you're too stubborn because you don't want to give up on a on the one draft pick that you've hit on because you're a trash organization. It's sad. They're not. It's probably going to bleed into like week five of the next season or however long. It's going to bleed into next season for I don't know how long. And it's going to be ugly. And they're they're making themselves just a joke of a franchise. And like, let's not get it twisted. Deshaun Watson is not one of those people who complains. He has been very no. respectful to the city. He nope. has done everything they've asked. So obviously, for him to publicly say you know i do not want to be here i want to be gone for all this stuff to have happened you have to know that there is something so wrong in the organization that he wants to just get out of there he doesn't want anything to do with it anymore so i don't know just honor the man's wish it's, it, it just from have some, have from, from your standpoint it would make more sense if you trade him before the draft and free agency yeah that's that's eight to five offers that are going to be off the table in a month or two hundred percent hundred percent well, moving on. Alex Smith has been cut by the Washington football team. I think this move was... I didn't really expect it, but I see why it happened. Yeah. I like it because it kind of gives Alex Smith some options that we'll get into. But also, I mean, obviously, Alex Smith wasn't the quarterback of the future for Washington. I, th- I think Taylor Haneke should get a good shot at a like a good starter look. Maybe draft a guy. At least, like, give him a couple chances to... Yeah. Just, I don't know. know he played a... very... He played with a lot of heart in that playoff game. Yeah. And outplay Patrick Mahomes against the Bucks. Mm. Yeah, I'm painful. Uh, but I went there. That wasn't necessary. But I think I think you guys gave me this idea, and I'm, I'm pretty sure we're all in agreement where Alex Smith should go. So who wants to say it? Well, I will say first, um, he had a quote after he got cut that they never wanted to see me come back. I ruined all of their plans, which... What a badass thing to say from a guy who just like walked back literally from one of the worst sports injuries we've ever seen and was just like, sorry, I screwed things up for you, but I'll do that one in those games. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Talon, where do we want to see him at? We want him to see a backup to Patrick Mahomes. I mean, just because I mean, he's not gonna be a starter. I don't think anybody wants to see him be a starter. I don't want to see him on the field. I, it gives me, it stresses me out. It stresses everybody who knows anything about the injury. It stresses everybody out, and it it would just be. I know we're hella biased, but I think most of the NFL can understand that Alex Smith coming back to KC. Hopefully, they you know, I want to see Alex Smith get a ring with the Chiefs. Um, he, cool. he did so much to bring this franchise where it is. Um, 
and it would just be the perfect storybook ending for his career. And when Mahomes inevitably gets his random two to three week injury during the season, we would have a quality backup come in that I would actually like to watch play yeah. that I don't. Yeah. And a guy that's played in the system, he knows all of the literally pretty much the exact same pieces as when he left. Yeah, almost identical. Yeah. Um, I would love to see him with and, the Chiefs I mean, again. just the locker room. As be, an NFL fan, this needs to happen. This, it needs to happen. Like, Casey, get on it. Like, we need to see Alex Smith. And you know he's going to take the minimum. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, he's not getting any starting jobs. Everyone knows. He's there. And and also just, you know, he did the same thing when he was, when his starting job was at risk. He was sitting there telling Pat, hey, this is what you got to do in this scenario. This is what you got to do. Now he knows he's not starting. So he's just going to feed everything he's got to him. And that's just going to be such a cool, awesome story. And if they're able to win a ring together, as a Chiefs fan, I need to see Alex Smith hold like one of his kids with a fucking ring on his hand. That'd be the awesome. Chiefs. That would be such be a cool, cool moment. Well, because he's one of those Chiefs that never made yeah, it. Yeah, he's the Jamal Charles, the, you know, like just Derek Johnson. That era is never going to get represented. Mm-hmm. And most most fans don't really care about that era because, you know, it's a, whatever it was a but team that it was wasn't the, very good. Right? I almost want to call it the so close era because we were so, so close every so year. So close every year, but we never, and we always were like, ah, we're just this close, but we're not good enough. And then obviously yeah. what happens, but. But yeah, I'd like to see him on we the We need Chiefs. to see it. We need to see it. NFL Chiefs, make it happen. Or at least go to a contender of some kind if you don't want to go to the Chiefs. Get around. Yeah, ring. for sure. But please come to the Chiefs. So next up, Russell Wilson, another, you know, bad QB situation. So a lot more was coming out about Pete Carroll and, you know, kind of, you know, why Russell Wilson could possibly want to leave. And so a couple of updates. It has to do with Pete? Yeah. Yep. Um, apparently Pete has hired a lot of, like, family members to be coaches and does not hold them accountable. Um, I heard a story that Deshaun Watson, or not Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson had a PowerPoint presentation on how to fix the offense and he was laughed at. Or they just didn't even listen. The fact that he A, even put the presentation yeah, that together. that he had to put a presentation <laughs> together. But like, he's getting laughed at when he's trying to win them rings. He cares about winning. It kind of sounds like Pete has passed that point. I but. heard, so I heard a story that basically, so there's kind of a story that, that Pete is kind of have, there's a power, there's a power struggle and Pete Carroll is the reason. Um, And from what I've heard is that the owner of the Seattle Seahawks passed away. And the new owner just doesn't really have the grips on everything, is kind of still getting used to having to own a goddamn NFL franchise, and kind of been a little bit more lax with the on the field kind of stuff. And Pete Carroll's kind of run over the organization. And it's sad, and it's. That you sounds know, familiar. As, sounds familiar. As and every NFL fan, any quarterback situation that is, you know, the quarterback's fantastic and the organization doesn't support them. It's frustrating. Now, is it Houston bad? No. Nothing will ever be that bad. No. But, you know, they've won a ring together. They they put him in a great scenario for years. But now, he just wants to be respected. He wants to be able to be like, hey, let's do this, and not be like, <laughs> okay, Russ, you'll just keep going out there yeah, and winning okay, us. Okay, Russ Cook. They've never had a losing season since he got drafted. Is that a coincidence? No, it's not. It's because Russell Wilson's amazing, and it sucks. So now people are asking the question... Who do you pick, Russ or Pete? Uh, Russ, every day of the week, because you will get a guy in there who knows how to work with him, because guess what? He's a top four quarterback, top three. Um, 
And Pete, I'm sorry, he's replaceable. I don't really think he's done that much in his whole career, if you want me to be 100% honest. Obviously, he. I'm not saying that Russ is 100% the reason they're in contention every year, but I don't think Pete... Pete's a floor raiser. We talk about floor raisers, ceiling raisers. I think he's a floor raiser. Um, I I think you could find somebody similar, if not the exact thing, or a tad bit better, (laughs) Eric Bieniemy, who would actually make this team go to the next level. So if I'm the Seahawks GM, I'm sitting there like, which one do I want to get rid of? Um, Obviously, Russ has made his demands. He's listed his teams, which I think we'll talk about in a second. But um, I would say Pete, 100%. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I... I think Everything Kane just said, we both are the exact same. Big retweets. So, like Kane said, let's get into the teams: Chicago, the Bears, which his preferred team, actually. Interesting. Don't know about that one. That is Dallas, Vegas has been thrown in there. Um, I'm missing someone. Uh, Dolphins, New Orleans. New Orleans, and New Orleans, yes. Yeah. So. So so, what do we think? What I mean, what do we think about this? Well, um, and just one more thing to add. I think it's funny. I don't remember where I heard this, but someone said, um, you know, uh, they made the analogy like, "Well, I love my wife, but here are the four women that I would marry if I didn't." No, like that's clearly like a there's a clear red flag there if you list out your four teams directly he, from your agent. And he has a preferred team. Which... He has preferred teams. Like he already has a list. He's already thought this out. Probably made another presentation about which teams he would like to go to. Um, so, I'll, I'll, we can all take our opinions on certain teams. I'll take the Cowboys. I like it. Uh, it's fun. I think the NFL benefits from it. And I think you can be like, hey, you want Dak? That's a pretty good haul. Like, if you just get another, not Russell Wilson, but like tier below that, that's a really good, that's a really good a hall, and I'm sure you could throw in a first too. Oh, so yeah. I think as NFL fan, you know, I wanted to see KD on the Knicks. I want to see Russell Wilson on the Cowboys. I want to see the Cowboys have another franchise guy, be able to really be in that contender category. And I just think that would be the fun pick. Maybe not the most football analytic correct, but I would like to see it. Okay, I'll take another team here. I'll take the Raiders perspective. This awesome. team probably not super well, ready to not. win. <laughs> um, they have certain aspects that are ready to win. They have a couple of nice pieces on offense, like Darren Waller. I think Henry Ruggs has a lot of potential. Josh Jacobs is a beast. Their O line is actually super underrated. Yeah, I very think good. their offensive scheme can be really good. You saw some great games. You've seen John Chiefs. Gruden put in his his impact yeah, for sure. So, and then also this is like a almost a business perspective. Having a really good football team in Vegas, a brand oh, new market. Oh, and your first year having fans in the arenas, most likely, is going to have a Russell Wilson in your new arena. It's going to Russell Wilson. Mm. That'd be pretty marketable. Mm. So I don't know. I think that'd just be cool on like a media perspective. Kool Aid. Um, it's going to be the hot one, but I like the Bears. I like Russ's preferred destination. I think <laughs> he must like deep dish a lot, oh, right? <laughs> on a surface level. It doesn't make sense because you're like, Ryan Pace is probably going to offer 10 first-round picks to get him, which... And yeah. also sign Russell to like a 15-year extension and get yeah. him $4 but, billion. <laughs> let's talk about Matt Nagy having a good quarterback because he catches a lot of flack, deservedly so, but he has not had the best people to work with, to be fair. Um, so if you give him an MVP caliber quarterback, uh, you maybe go out and sign Aaron Jones. You try to retain Allen Robinson. You have an offense with some pieces. And no, honestly, I, I like I like the Bears. Like, yeah. is, is it the most flashy? No, but 
They still have a, I mean, not, they still have a really good defense. It's maybe not what it was a couple of years ago, but I, it's, it's part of that's motivation close. though, yeah, right? It's motivation, I think. Khalil Mack's still there. I mean, yeah. That's it, all you need there. That's all, yeah, that's all you really need is Khalil Mack, so. Um, he does help. That's I, what I've heard. I, I, yeah, I like it, Caden. I think you're right. I would also maybe like the Dolphins. I think that situation's a little bit more difficult with Tua, but part yeah, of the package the, would be Tua. Yeah, Tua. I will so. say, I think the Dolphins are kind of just being thrown in everything now. Yeah, they just have any team with. It's the same thing with like the Boston Celtics a couple years ago. Any team with capital, with draft capital, and young players that is also good. Yeah, Celtics, Dolphins, same thing. So, and also, just to mention, the Saints would be cool because you'd be, I just you'd be moving they... off of Drew Brees directly into Russell Wilson. Be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be neat. Um, as a, as an NFL fan, would love the Raiders. As a Chiefs fan, would absolutely hate to play Russell Wilson twice a year. Not fun. Yeah, Don't when Russell Wilson inevitably gets traded to the Raiders, and then Deshaun gets traded to the, the Broncos, Broncos, and then we have to see Deshaun, Justin. Russ, hey, Justin he, Herbert hey, guys, six times. Guys, you know what? We said a lot of bad stuff about the Texans, but they just re-signed David Johnson for one year. So Yes! Nice. Do you I'm, know what? Everything we just said, I take it back. They really have their priorities straight. It just yes. makes my head hurt. Anyway, let's move <laughs> on to this little, little bit of NBA news. Devin Booker and DeMontis Sabonis have been named to the All-Star Game as uh, injury replacements for Anthony Davis and Kevin Durant. KD will remain a All-Star captain, though, which I don't really love. I think, you know, let one of the players who are actually playing choose the teams. I'm not, like, mad about it. I see it. what you're saying. I just think it's like, he, just, he earned it, right? Like, he, I feel like he earned to at least pick the teams. Yeah. It would kind of suck if you're KD and you can't even play and they're like, oh, well, we're not drafting either. That 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 is a fair point. Like, it's not his fault. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I, obviously both these guys are deserving. Devin Booker's really just had an amazing, you know, 2021. DeMontis Sabonis, the first ever who would average 20-10-5 to not make the All-Star game. He's having a great season. His team has, you know, kind of faltered. But, um... Better than the Magic. Better than the Magic. That is a good step. Also, DeMontis Sabonis is better than Nikola Vucevic. I'm sorry. There's just... <clears throat> anyway... And then the Hawks fired their coach, Lloyd Pierce, and hired Nate McMillan, former Pacers coach, which I love. I mean, Lloyd Pierce wasn't the guy in my mind at all. Nate McMillan was a clear choice. I, I think this one just makes all the sense in the world for the Hawks. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. It just makes perfect sense for them. It just – his voice got lost, and, I mean, you told me before the podcast he's over here complaining about Trey Young's play style, which is like, ugh. Your head coach not liking your – Star players play style is maybe like I don't know, kind of bad, kind of bad. Uh, yeah. Seahawks, a little bad. <laughs> yeah, weird. Anyway, weird how these things let's work. get into our stock market. I'm not buying anyone this week, but I do have a couple sells. One, I'm selling the Pacers. We have now lost 11 of our last 15. We have had two losing streaks of four in that stretch. Are selling the Pacers. We'll see. They, they, we've had a couple of lost takes. Yeah, so I've sold yeah, the Pacers. Yeah, anyway, but this time I don't know if I've actually sold the Pacers on like an official podcast, but yeah. sell them again. At this point, I don't know. <laughs> sell him for a fourth time. Un- yeah. Until Karis Levert Buy comes back, until guess. Karis Levert comes back, don't even touch the Pacers because just lack of scoring, defensive inconsistency. The bench has just been wildly inconsistent. Just you're just been, you're just missing some bucket getters. Do I think this team's still good? Yes. Do I think it will be a really really good? Every team? time I watch the Pacers, I'm like, man, they're playing perfect, but they just. They just can't. They just can't They're do just it. They just like miss an open yeah. three. Like they will get a bunch of open looks and just clamp. pass the ball around. Beautiful basketball, good defense, and I'm just like, just not. They're just not good. They just need bucket getters. And um, I think we'll be a really good team. So I'm kind of just, as a Pacers fan, my goal this season has turned into, let's stay around 500 until Karis Levert comes back, 
And then hopefully, you know, by the last full season stretch, we get TJ Warren back. Yeah, maybe a couple win streaks going. I, I think we're one score away from being a really good team. I mean, let's just look at the games we've played in the last couple game or last couple days. Sixers game, we got blown out. That's not even close. Knicks lost by three. Okay. I think Karis LeVert makes up three points. Obviously, I know that's not how basketball and works. The Knicks are like but good it is. now for some reason. The Celtics lost by six. Again, you can really could use a big score. The Warriors lost say, by four. The Warriors, Jesus Christ, yeah. I mean, these are close games that just have lost. Uh, we lost a Bulls game in overtime a couple weeks ago. So it's just like, you just need a, I, I just feel like we're one big score away. Also, those are Eastern Conference, too. That's rough. And actually, I'm selling the Eastern Conference. Fair Guys, enough. this conference is just absolute garbage. One of the worst conferences I've ever seen. I mean, actually. the Pacers are 15 and 18 and are two games back from the fourth seed. The Knicks are the fourth seed. The Knicks are the fourth seed and they're one game over 500. I'm sorry. Like, you have three teams who are 500 at 5, 6, and 7. That's not good. 500 is not anything excellent. And then the eighth seed is 16 and 18 in Charlotte. Wow. Like, this... <laughs> It's terrible. It's like the entire East. I think literally, if they you just, put, they just keep killing if you each put other. the in, yeah, the entire East like record, it would average around like five hundred. I mean, here here's some perspective. I mean, the Mavericks, who are the ninth seed, would be the fourth seed in the East. Wow, they'd be the fourth seed. The West ninth seed would be a force in the East. So I'm selling the East, man. I mean, it's crazy. We'll see how long this lasts. You know, maybe it won't. Maybe the, you'll actually see that disparity later in the year. We've been saying this for a while, and it just, like, keeps happening. It's, it's still going on. It's still going on. I mean, hey, um, really bad take for me. I said the East was going to be better than the West. We all did, so, to be fair. That's true. Well, I didn't say the East would be better, but I, we all were like, oh, the East is good this year. <laughs> like, really good this year. Like, I don't think they're no. bad. Don't get me wrong, but just the teams They're are all beating playing. up on each other. Yeah, they're just beating up on each other, just kicking each other while they're down. I'm sure the West is like, yes, cool. I mean, yeah. West out here struggling. Yeah. Like, Spurs are 17-13 as a sixth seed. Kaden? Uh, I am buying... I was just trashing on them, but the Knicks as a fun playoff team, I think... They're four seed right now. Do I think they're going to finish there? Well, there's a chance. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say no, but um, I think they'll probably finish in the six to ten range. Um, you probably see the Celtics yeah. and the Heat hopefully move up. Hopefully, um, you'd think. Yeah, you would think. Most but Eastern Conference Finals teams last year. You have you've got fun pieces. You have R.J. Barrett. Obviously, Derrick Rose, who I don't... Is there anybody who doesn't like Derrick Rose? No, if you don't like Derrick Rose, you're not a basketball fan. Yeah. yeah. So, them, they'd obviously probably get blown out by the uh, Sixers or the Nets, but it'd be fun to watch them in the game. Yeah, so, I mean, it would be fun. It'd be cool to just see them in the playoffs. Yeah, so I'm buying them it's as a, a fun playoff coming. team. I am selling the Lakers talent. I'm sorry. Our team is just not doing well currently. Our team, Our team yeah. Um... Which, as I say that, they're still the second seed in the West at 24-11 and 11 and three games behind the first seed. But um, they're 5-5 five and five in their last 10, and it has been looking very brutal without Anthony Davis. And one of you guys said this the other day, but it looks like LeBron's playing with role players again. Like, it's 2018, and that's the, it's the last thing you want to hear. Yeah, well, you know, they were missing Dennis Schroeder for a couple of those games, which that just hurt immensely. I mean, you definitely just noticed it, just a lack of playmaking, a lack of offensive production. It felt like some old Cavs teams were two games they've just played doing since. too much. With Dennis Schroeder back, they look De- pretty yeah, good. Yeah, Dennis coming back has been huge. We'll, we'll see how long that lasts. Hopefully they can keep it up. 
play the Suns and tonight. I'm just selling the Lakers in the standings, by the way. I think they'll be fine. In I the sold the Lakers standings last week, so I f- that's fair. It's definitely a good sell. It's it's pretty fair to say they'll take a small dip. Yeah, I mean they could end with like at the third seed and you know, be okay. Um, those are all your yeah. Tells about all right. So I'm buying the Mavs this week. Um. Goodbye. Eight and two in their last ten. Eight and two in their last ten. Luca in the last tens. My boys. I have like three different boys. Okay, but everyone knows the Lakers thing. It's just, uh, um, but my boys, the Mavs. Um, Yeah. Didn't you say the Suns were your boys too? They're just my pick. I liked them, but my boy is still Luca. Even though he's been the only boy. boy. My side boy is Devin Booker. Okay. Well, anyways. Uh, they're eight and two in their last uh, ten, and their last ten, Luke is averaging like thirty-three, eight and eight, or ten and eight, something crazy. I remember hearing that. Um, Luca is finally being able to back back this team onto him. Eight and two in their last ten, uh, they're playing well. They're seventeen and sixteen, so again, not great, but uh, as long as you, I think they can get up to the six seven range. It'll be a little hard, but some teams will fall off, but they can get there. Um, and either way, as long as they're in the top 10 seeds they're in the plan so i mean sure literally now if you're a 10 seed you're in the playoffs like yeah. whether I and mean, that's just how it is like sure you got to go through a couple more steps but you're in the playoffs wouldn't the warriors and mavs be a fun little play in Dude, series the west is warriors and mavs awesome. are eight and nine yeah west playoffs is gonna be um am- i mean right now it would be jazz warriors lakers nuggets clip lakers nuggets was a western conference finalist it would be suns suns um well, so you'd have so at first you'd have the Nuggets, you'd have the Grizzlies play the Nuggets to determine, right? Is that how that'd work? I don't know how they want to do the plan. I don't then. know how the plan's gonna work. Let's just let's just do one through eight. I mean, it, you'd have Jazz. No, well, I was just like I was just talking about like looking at what the play-in matchups would be. Yeah, I mean, what do, I wonder if it'd be like seven plays ten, and that's who plays the two, or if it's and if it's eight and nine plays the one. I would assume so. Yeah, I don't know how they want to do that plan. It'll be interesting though. It will be interesting. To but, see. I mean, yeah, the West playoffs are gonna be. I mean, you have Suns Blazers right now. In I mean, playoffs? and like the the plan in itself would be Nuggets, Warriors, Mavericks, and Grizzlies. Yeah, those are great. And Pelicans, they're fifteen and nineteen, but they've played a little bit better. Um, and Zion is playing great. Yeah. Um, and so I mean, Pelicans could get in there. Um, and you know we all want to see the Zion in the playoffs. So yes, because they kind of fumbled the bag last bubble. Just, just Oof. the bubble might have been designed for them oh, to make man. the playoffs. It literally, but... it literally was, and they just Suns went eight no. Okay, anyways, um, I'm also I'm selling LeBron as the MVP. Um, he's just not. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm a huge LeBron fan, huge Lakers fan, but I'm not. Are stupid. you stupid? I'm not stupid. I the thing with LeBron MVP irritates me because. If he wins this year, then that means there's like five other years where he needs to be the MVP. That that just shows me that the voting's inconsistent. He's he's had a great year. He's averaged. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! The voting for these awards are inconsistent. I know, I know. Shocking news. Since when? He's he's averaging. I mean, yeah, Giannis is going to average like thirty and thirty six this year. Doesn't matter because he flamed out in the playoffs. It's all about narratives, and it irritates me. LeBron's averaging twenty five and a half, eight and eight. 50% shooting and 35 from the field and 69 from free throw line. Great job, LeBron. Um, nice. Those, those, yeah, nice. Those are those are great stats. But Joel Embiid is averaging 20, basically 30 a game, 11 rebounds, only three assists because he's a center, and 50 from 52 from the field, 41 from three, and 86 from the free throw line. He's almost averaging 50, 40, 90 as a center. 
and doing 30 and 11 doing wow. it. It's not like like some Seth Curry, like 11 points a game, 54-9. It's, he's the MVP. They're the number one seed in the East. And also, you can't tell me that Lakers lost four games in a row and everyone was like, oh, you don't have LeBron and Dennis Schroeder. I get it. But it's like, if you don't have your top two players and you get dominated by a team and you're like, why well, didn't I have two best players? Doesn't that like defeat the purpose of valuable? Because that was the case for LeBron. A couple years ago, it was like, well, he can win with crap players. Like, that's fine. But that's why I think he should have been the MVP a couple years ago for some other years. But this is not the year. This is a sympathy MVP. This is, oh, crap, we didn't give him the MVP a couple years ago. Let's give him to him now so he can have the oldest player to win MVP type thing. I don't know. It just... We'll see how this he's not finishes the out. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, he's out there. Right. He's He's two. He's two. But Joel Embiid is just it's, it's has a, has a whole rant about how you can't be MVP. He's yeah. definitely number two in the rankings. Though. No, it, it's it's Joel LeBron right now and everybody else. Like it, maybe Dame's up there, but I don't think it's close. I, I had Joel and well, I was gonna have him in my hold this week, but I've talked about him for like three weeks now. But I mean, he's been staying consistent with MVP stuff, and I just I don't see the thing with LeBron. Also, is that like Anthony Davis is hopefully gonna, he'll come back at some point in the season. And that'll, you know, they'll work things out, and LeBron might have a couple 17-point game nights. Joel's Joel's team isn't going to change drastically. His situation isn't going to change. Um, I don't know. I just, people are trying to give this traction. Like, last year, there was some actual traction to it. I felt like LeBron, if the season played out, LeBron would have been MVP. I agree. He's not, it's just, this is not the year where we should say this. Like, there's been so many other years where we could have said that. Anyways, just frustrates me. Um, I see that. I'm also selling the Jazz. Um, not, <laughs> not selling them because they're trash or anything. I didn't know it was overreaction Tuesday. Um, um, but I'm just saying they're kind of coming back to life. They're three and three in their last six. They've shown a little cracks, little cracks in the armor. Um, they're not. They kind of feel like now. I was still super wrong about them. They're still probably get, still going to be the number one seed in the West. They've gone three and three in their last six. I was right about them. They're going to miss the playoffs. No, they're not going to miss the playoffs. Talon's just going to be they're like, still, I, I don't know how the Lakers got swept in the Western Conference Finals, okay? <laughs> they're still going to be like number one seed in the West, but they, they scream phony team to me. They scream. Um, now, are they better than the 2015 Hawks? Yes. Do they scream the same energy to me? Yes. Um... They, they I, just live want, in, I just want them to see. I want them to beat the go to the finals and beat the. Yeah, Lakers I want. Now. <laughs> I, I just want them to so prove much. me wrong. Yeah. I mean, oh, that would be the ultimate just f you to talent. It would. Um, missed, you didn't even have them making the playoffs. The, the podcast episode after that, and we could have like our missed takes segment would be awesome because then you could be wrong about them twice. Yeah, um, but I just they're they're not beating a Lakers or you know I don't see them. I don't even see them beating the Clippers in the playoffs, bro. I'm sorry. They don't have – they don't – Donovan Mitchell is not a super-duper star. He's I not see... in the top tier. He's they're, – they're a great team. But – and people – we can we can, we can can talk about them like they're a great team. They're not – they're not going to get anywhere close to the finals. They're not even going to win two games in a Western Conference Finals. I'm sorry. Two? They're not going to win two games. They're. Do you think they, they're going to make the Western Conference Finals, though? They could. They could. I see it, them beating the Suns to get there. If you want me to be honest, like that—that's that's fine. I could see them because I mean the Nuggets made it last year, and the Nuggets—you know—they they weren't like a like crazy team. They're a good team. Um, so good teams make the conference finals. The Hawks made the conference finals that year, and then they played LeBron, and then it got dominated. 
and I see some of Exit playing like that. Um, Fair enough. They're a good team. They're not, you know, they're not. And they live and die by the three, and that's always a dangerous game. That's fair. Well, I can't wait to see them prove you wrong. Yeah, I think that'd I mean, be funny as well. I mean, I might be wrong. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up for today's episode. Um, thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you guys next week. Deuces. Peace.